Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Ashley, how you doing, girl? What's up, Delora? How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. You know, it's uh, it's been a busy summer so far. Yeah. Now that we're no longer in quarantine. Yeah, and hoping to not go back into quarantine with huh, all the various variants and reports. That part. Yeah. That part. Are you feeling anxiety or stress about it when you're hearing about it? Or are you just kind of like, is it in the back of your mind now? Oh yeah, it affects me. <laughs> not not as bad as it was last year because yeah. last year it was debilitating. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, not saying that this Delta variant is any better than last year, but it's just frustrating and to the point where I just can't really watch the news as much as I used to yeah. for self-care reasons. And for myself, I do... I still wear masks in places, frankly. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I look crazy or not because I have allergies, okay? And after the year we had last year, I didn't get sick. <laughs> so Not a cold in sight, <laughs> right? And I'm not, you know, there could be conversation about immunity and all that, but that's, that's, that's my life. You know what I mean? That's, I that's you, where I am. You're not going to hear any complaints from me. I am not an anti-vaxxer. I am not a, a, a anti-mask. I say do what moves you. I feel like I've kind of put it in the back of my mind a little bit. But again, I am still doing things in line with what I had been doing. Still social distancing. I get to work mm-hmm. from home. So I just don't have to think about it quite as much, which is a blessing, mm-hmm. obviously. Because it mm-hmm. is still stressful. Like, I'm so tired of hearing COVID. I feel like if I never hear that word again, I'll be happy. And I'm nervous about our Olympians over in Tokyo. Girl, it has been a lot. They're saying, oh, could they still cancel it? Could they still cancel it at the mm-hmm. last minute? People are dropping like flies. I mean, I don't think it's going to get canceled at this point, but it's definitely disappointing no. for those athletes who aren't going to be able to make the games. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Ashley, we're going to go ahead and go into a few quick headlines. Okay, okay. So, along with this busy summer week, a giant dildo entered the atmosphere of our <laughs> planet with a bald head billionaire on board. This makes two billionaires making their way to the outer atmosphere of the mm-hmm. Earth. AKA space. Right. Are you impressed by this, Ashley? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did it not I... look like a dildo though? Come no, on now. Both of them were very uh penis shaped, uh very much um <laughs> uh aggressive in their um architectural design. 
not aggressive. I'm dying. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it doesn't impress me because at the end of the day, this does not feel like it benefits us in the substantial ways that maybe they feel that it does between the two of them. You know what I mean? Like space exploration exactly. is nothing new, obviously. And yes. the idea of being able to use it as some form of a tourist destination doesn't excite me because at this point, it's still only going to be available for the one percenters with the costs associated. 200000 to 250000 That's on the Virgin Galactica. Okay, and there's no word on how much it costs for the Blue Origin, the the ship that Bezo flew this week. Actually, we're already <laughs> dealing with a planet that's overheating. Mm-hmm. I mean, weather patterns are insane, and you want to mess up our atmosphere with with tourism for what profit? You're already the richest people on the planet. I, I like to be that bored one day. No, seriously. I would like to have that little of problems that I need to create opportunities for bullshit. Like, no joke. <laughs> I feel like there. it is such a privilege to be able to not only obviously go to the heights of exploring space, but there's something about certain people and this desire for uh, life-defining adventure that I feel like I've never had because there are other problems. (laughs) There are other immediate problems. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, yes, Ashley. The last Some people don't have food and you're worried about getting to space to play around, like not to do anything. We're dealing with a global pandemic, Ashley. There are countries that haven't had the vaccine touch their shores, okay? The last thing I'm gonna say about it, honestly, I was surprised they were safe. And I say that because Elon has been spending millions of dollars on failed rocket ships, exploding in midair and things like that. I was really nervous and to hear you know, Richard Bronson and Jeff Bezos, you know, oh, I'm ready to go within a week of each other. That was really surprising for me. Yeah, I heard their one of their kids at least, you know, made a statement that they were worried for their father's life. I can't remember which, but obviously, because I mean, even remember when we were had the one rocket launch years and years ago and they had all Girl. the civilians on board that blew up. But you know, I mean, it's always been a birthday, always been a born. dangerous endeavor, but Again, I just, you know, I heard a TED talk years ago about space junk and the fact that that's a concern because people, all these other, all these countries just throwing stuff out into space and not paying attention to what's going on. Like, that's my concern too. Yeah, that's my concern too, is like, what are we going to wreak havoc now on space? We've already done our damage to the earth. Is it space's turn? Little bird apparently is buying a planet. So are we doing that Oh my God. Girl, this this is a lot. <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and change topics. You know who the quick. real the real MVP though is obviously Jeff Bezos's hat, because that's what I've been hearing about for the past like 24 hours. <laughs> Why? Why? I've never seen him wear a cowboy hat until he did this. It was so unnecessary. Is this supposed to be like a wild, wild west reference? That's my assumption, unfortunately. <laughs> but he looks like Lex Luthor. Again. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> Next <headline. laughs> All right.
VIP to hip hop legend Biz Marquis. Yes. He died at the age of 57 due to complications of diabetes, type 2, and a stroke. This is a hard one, Ashley. Um, another legend gone. Another one gone. Like, there's been so many old heads, mm-hmm. you know. And not even old, 57. Girl. You know? Girl. Just want to wanna give some respect to the pioneering rapper. For sure. I also wanted to give a shout out to Fat Joe because apparently Fat Joe has been coming through. He had such a strong relationship with them that he had offered to pay for the funeral expenses per his wife. He um, wow. was calling him every week for a full year since he had been in the hospital. So mm-hmm. these are things you don't find out sometimes about people until, you know, something Absolutely. happens. But obviously, he's a great guy, great relationship that they had. So shout out to Fat Joe. Thank you, Ashley. All right, our last quick headline it seems that dolly parton is having a hot girl summer (laughs) the iconic the legendary dolly parton at the age of 75 Mm -hmm. put on those bunny ears and tail for her boo yes carl husband of 57 years Mm and recreated her playboy cover this is some legendary mess here like the boobs were perked <laughs> okay she had waist was snatched waist was snatched artfully placed you know uh lace over the bosoms because you know she is 75 but it's the illusion at this point. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yes. Dolly, Dolly's doing something right, obviously, right? Obviously. 50, 57 years, you say. Married. So and she's been married. Face look like. She's been married the same <laughs> amount of time that Biz Marquis was alive. Is that not oh. insane? Wow. That's insane. Wow. That's insane. That's. exactly that's insane but no clearly she's doing something so right she looks amazing I hope at 75 I'm still bringing out the body oddy oddy and my man is like listen I want it all steal you a hottie forever (laughs) yes love it do your thing Dolly do your thing we do not speak ill of Dolly Parton I love Dolly Parton no no Never. She's a friend of the pod. We love you. (laughs) All right. So let's get into our hot topic this week. Joshua Jackson, most known for his role in Dawson Creek, as well as the Mighty Ducks. He's currently promoting his new show, NBC Peacock, um, Dr. Death, which if you're into true crime, this doctor's notorious. There's actually a pre-existing podcast out there. He was on Jimmy Fallon and <laughs> Jimmy asked him how's married life. And he said, you know, it's great. It's one of the best decisions I ever made. And he was like, oh, how was the proposal? Well, she asked me, Ashley. He then went on to say that his gorgeous wife 
Chocolat. Turner Smith, best known for her role in Queen and Slim. When they were vacationing in 2018 in Nicaragua, she set it up very romantic, very beautiful. And she asked me to marry her. And he said, yes, Ashley, would you ever Mm -hmm. propose to your man for marriage? So I definitely chose a hell no in the poll that we put on IG. Um, Yes. But caveat, obviously it is situationally dependent. In this case, they have probably had an understanding that this may be the next step in their relationship, or at least she was confident. Because one thing for me is the idea Mm -hmm. that if I propose to a man, he knows whether or not he wanted to take that next step with me. And he didn't ask me. Yes. means the the options of him saying no for me feel like they outweigh him saying yes you know what I mean yes. it's not so, that I am afraid of stepping up it's that I oh feel no. like I would definitely feel like I'm gonna get rejected <laughs> yeah and I'm solely speaking from a heterosexual situation because that's all I know but guys can be so oblivious sometimes Mm -hmm. and and they don't care about timelines and things like that and so for me I would prefer the guy to propose to me because he has reconciled that internally you know what I mean right he's ready he's ready I'm not you know as a woman you give you know soft suggestions (laughs) on your timeline you know what I mean yeah but at the end of the day I just, I would never want to have a guy get married to me and him feel like, well, you asked me. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a no for me. That's yeah. A no for me. That, that's a great point. Remember on Bling Empire, which we both watched on Netflix, when she proposed yes. at the end, I was so nervous that he was going to say no. And guess what? His little ego was hurt. But it's like, she had, how many more babies does she need to have for you? And I, we have years in, we have, I've, I've given you children. I've slid some things out the vag for you. And you're like, listen. still upset that I just went ahead and took this step because you didn't, sir. And she was so cute and nervous so, and like, yes. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't know if I'm not going to do it. It was adorable. I forgot who said this, but she was like, don't do it, girl. Don't do it. I think it was the DJ. I think it was the yes. DJ yes. who was saying that. And I can't remember her name. Kim. I think it was Kim. Yes. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It would be hard. It would be tough for me. But at the same time, Delora, give me a couple drinks. Give me a beach. Give me a, a atmosphere, and who knows? I always liked him over Dawson, anyway. So. First of all, who didn't? And I feel bad because <laughs> yes, I feel bad because I am Team Pacey so hard with Dawson's Creek. Looking you know back what? at the show because I, I rewatched it. it. I didn't oh, really watch it. I knew okay. who they were, but out of out of the love triangle, I obviously knew who everyone was. But I was like, yeah, Percy's all day <laughs> yeah well I I watched it as a teenager and then I rewatched it again recently and as an adult with kinder eyes I was like oh you know Dawson's not Dawson was actually a very nice understanding sweet character when you look back mm-hmm. at him but it was just the chemistry between the characters mm-hmm. and you know Katie Holmes and Joshua Jackson dated in real life and you cannot yes. fake yes. chemistry people like our podcast last week on 
sex life. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. when them when them cameras start rolling, some things may happen behind the scenes. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I really look forward to seeing their baby. I don't know if they'll ever share it with yeah, us. I'm sure their but... their their daughter, right? They had a daughter. Mm-hmm, it's beautiful. Girl. Can I say one yes. thing real quick though? You know, he was with actress Diane Kruger for years, like for 10 years. Years. So Maybe was he Diane should have should so I was saying, was he waiting on her to pop the question the whole time? Like that's such an excellent point, Ashley. Thank you for bringing that up because I did forget they were together forever. Like I really I really was surprised when they broke up. And you remember when uh, Amber just started surfacing with him and Jody? We were like, dude is in love. And when I found out they were engaged and married, I was like, look at him come through. Listen, but- he said melanin popping. I love some chocolate. Okay. And it just, her body, oh, it made him everything. so much more endearing to me, too. Cause I was like, hey, yes. I always knew there was something about you. <laughs> kind of, kind of like, you know like my boo chris evans i i feel like he would date a black girl anyway first of all he has it's not he would he absolutely has and we have no photographic evidence but there is no way (laughs) that that man with that beard has never lived that life that haircut that That beard beard, come on that that haircut that beard in that chain exactly (laughs) y'all Chris already know. Chris is like, it don't matter. I taste all the rainbow. Chris is out here telling you. Oh my goodness. Speaking of goodies, we are going to do a micro dose this week, Ashley. We haven't done one of these in a minute, but I believe this new music video by Normani deserves some airtime. Okay. Wild Side is her new music video that premiered literally last Friday featuring Cardi B. It was directed by Tanu Muno. She's a Ukrainian director who also did Montero. Oh, wow. Dancing with the Devil video with Lil Nas X as well as Cardi B's Up. Ashley... This video gave me body yaddy yaddy fashion. Mm-hmm. It gave me an eight count that made me cry, like it <laughs> had nostalgia because it gave you a little of the Leah one in the million. Thank you. It sure did. Ashley. And I also want to bring it up because with living in the era of COVID 19, there's not really live performances. I mean, recently we've gotten award ceremony performances, but music videos are in again, Ashley. I'm thinking WAP, the premiere of WAP. <laughs> I'm thinking Up. I'm thinking Meg the Stallion Thought Shit. So Montero. Montero, thank you. So we're back in the age of music video, which is our sweet spot because we grew up with trl and things thank god for youtube because otherwise i would never see any of these things (laughs) (laughs) exactly you have to search for them unless you already follow them on insta you know social media or whatever yeah they don't play them on any of our uh regular cable channels anymore not on mtv either no not mtv bet none of them (laughs) none of them Mm -mm. um and also really quick i want to highlight the choreographer sean bankhead this 
gentleman choreographed WAP. He he choreographed the the dances from Montero's live performances and motivation, which was epic. And lastly, up, which was the social media firestorm. Anna, 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 lean. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, what are your thoughts on this music video? Um, so I watched it today for the first time because you wanted to talk about this lovely collaboration between these two beautiful women. And I have to say for sure, the choreo come through, the costume changes come through, particularly when you're talking about that 90s nostalgia, that all black outfits with the white forces around the steel structures absolutely gave me 90s feels of Aaliyah, Missy Elliott videos, all of that. But I have to say too, and I may be because we did Sex Life last week, I am sexed the F out. Like I am (laughs) tired of seeing somebody. I did not need her and Cardi caressing each other. I didn't need that. I just get a little, like it gets a little oversaturated for me at certain points in time, like the visuals. Especially with Cardi. Yeah, I just get, you know, it just gets to be a little much. So I do, I did appreciate it. I I like the song in general. I think Normani sounds great. Um, I enjoyed, like I said, the visuals of it, especially again, just the vibrancy of a lot of the setups and sets, like the effort that got put into the overall production just reminded me of those good old days of 90s videos videos where literally production was everything right we had scenes we had storylines we had storyboards okay that's how videos used to be so for all those reasons I thought it was spectacular but again the sex stuff you know I'm just a little (laughs) bit over and women don't do it for me sorry but y'all look beautiful (laughs) well no I have to agree um the Cardi the Cardi verse and the Cardi you know I was like, oh, we're showing ass now in videos. Okay, got it. Mind you, they weren't really naked in person, but it was all CGI'd out. But actually, I wanted to talk about this because, you know, Normani made such a splash of motivation two years ago. And everybody was like waiting for her to have her moment. I feel like with her coming so strong with this video, I think it, it is the official I have arrived and I'm so proud of her um, being part of the next generation of mm-hmm. up and coming artists. You know what yeah. I mean? We have our Chloe and Hallie's and we have um, Ryan Destiny and then we have um, ja- uh, Justine ha- Sky and yeah. And so and, yeah, I, and, you you can almost forget her is in that age bracket. You know that's what I mean? Very true. She doesn't yes. seem so as mature. young. Yeah, she or, doesn't yeah. seem as young as she. And she is. doesn't hang out with them either, frankly. Yeah, she yeah she has she gives off a different vibe, right? Like she's she not does. she's not in those pictures in those outfits she, usually. It's like she she's like her song come through. She's like I'm I'm at the house. Vi- I'm at the house. We can we can do a little get together here, but I ain't going out nowhere. And don't take no <laughs> pictures. I don't want to see none of this popping up on IG. They don't need to know I be smoking at the house, okay? But I'm just so proud of her because her performance gave me Janet, gave me Sierra, 
Mm-hmm. And I'm just so proud Those are of her. strong comparisons, Delora. Those are strong on the choreo Your side. Your can dance her ass off. On the choreo <laughs> side. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that is a ringing endorsement because you're talking about oh, two, two yes. chicks who can shut it down on Absolutely. the dance Normani just needs more push and I say that because she actually ended up having to put some of her own money into this video she's like I invested so much money but I had to bet on myself and I'm like sis absolutely. yes I thought a lot of artists pay for their own music videos in terms she of production she had, to, she had to put up some serious coin because she had the best of the best the hottest new director the hottest choreographer okay listen if you don't believe in you who does normani we rooting for you sis we rooting All for you camilla cabello yeah. who i'm just kidding i'm just you kidding know what? i'm not that, saying no shit that chick no 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 <laughs> but that chick really pissed me off because i i actually watched it when it dropped um uh last week and on twitter she so happened, or on her social media, I should say, dropped a new picture talking about her singles coming out in a couple of weeks. And then she did this whole video talking about body image. And I'm like, girl, you don't even talk about that stuff. I'm like, you're really trying to overshadow Normani. It, it was mm. very shady and I didn't appreciate it. Mm. Speak your peace, girl. Speak your peace. So, I wasn't trying to start no shit. I was just being messy. <laughs> no, but it was like, I hope she knows that we ain't stupid we're picking up on the mess mm. she can't handle someone else getting shine from that group and normani according to nikki roman minaj is that bitch mm-hmm. and with that mm-hmm. ready for the recap ashley yeah 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 so as sexy as last week was we're gonna have to skirt go back to a little bit more serious subject matter with this week's recap delora it's a little it's a little heavy i probably should have <sighs> tequila because you know means- what go ahead and get you that tiramana boo because we about to get real <laughs> today sis we about to have some some murders of teenagers we about to have some shenanigans within families friends girl, all sorts girl. of nonsense some suicide girl mental health it's a lot so it's a lot our recap today is multi emmy nominated series mayor of east town one of my hidden gems from last week guys we had to give a little extra love this is an hbo series that was released serially with the first episode premiering on april 18th seven hour-long episodes. Quick summary, as her life crumbles around her, a small-town Pennsylvania detective, Mayor Sheehan, played by Kate Winslet, investigates a local murder. Creator is Brad Inglesby. Cast, Laura, Kate Winslet, as I mentioned, Detective Mayor Sheehan, Jean Smart as her mother, Helen, Julianne Nicholson as Lori, Kaylee Spaney as Aaron, and Gory Rice as Siobhan, John Douglas Thompson as Chief Carter, Evan Peters as Detective Colin Zabel, Joe Tippett as John, Robbie Tan as Billy, Patrick Murney as Kenny, Jake, I'm sorry, Jack Mulhern as Dylan, Cameron Mann as Ryan, David Denman as Frank, Neil Huff as Father Dan, James McArdale as Deacon Mark, Guy Pierce as Richard, Izzy King as Lil Drew, Sosie Bacon as Carrie, Ruby Cruz as Jess, Enid Graham as Don, Chanasa Ag 
Bwagu, hope I got that right, as Beth, Mackenzie Lansing as Brianna, Caitlin Houlihan as Katie Bailey, and Dominique Johnson as Freddie. Reviews, Delora. This series has a 94% critic score, 93% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and Google users gave it a 94%. What was your grade for Mayor of Easttown? All right, Ashley. I gave this series a B plus. Okay. Uh, it was a well-made, well-acted murder mystery. Um, I tried to figure it out. I actually did not. So Girl. I'm always impressed when that happens. If you but had, honestly, hats off to you, sis, because this takes turns, turns, turns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I did not. <laughs> and and actually, my husband and I are very good at it. So, and I'm, I'm always really impressed with shows and movies that are able to stump me in that yes. way. Yes, Kind of even like, even with Sex Life last week, it's like, I didn't see that coming. Anyway. That chick. It's a little, it's a little heavy. It's a little heavy, and I say that very sarcastically. I um, I think that's the only reason why I didn't get like an A or A minus or anything like that. It's like summertime. I I I, I want levity. <laughs> I I want a sangria, not a not a heavy deep cabernet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> girl, this was a bourbon. This was this was a. Uh... This was some hard liquor. This was some hard liquor. Yeah. Yes. This is Hennessy. This is a Hennessy series for sure. I I wanted Frosé. I wanted wanted Sangria. I I, I didn't, I didn't ask, I didn't ask for uh, a Guinness and that's what this was. (laughs) Okay. B plus from Delora. My grade for this week is A minus. So Kate Winslet, Kate Winslet, Kate freaking Winslet. Her mm-hmm. ability, as always, to become a character is always so breathtaking to me when I watch her act. Like to be able Absolutely. to nail an accent, a Pennsylvania specific regional accent, and you're British mm-hmm. to encapsulate the hardness of this character while also showing a lot of nuance throughout and a lot of pain throughout Heart in various even ways. Cover it, Ashley. I'm just saying I'm, I'm not going and diving into the spoilers mm-hmm. just yet. But it was oh, just no. such a it was such a per- perfect performance to me from her that for sure um she carried the show um but the rest of the cast was amazing as well the storytelling the storyline to your point I was riveted till the end I had no idea what was going to happen every time I thought I had figured it out something else happened so plot twists got me and also you know the fact that I couldn't solve the story was one thing but the fact that there were so many deep seated issues that almost made it a little bit too hard to digest is why it it didn't get an A or an A plus (laughs) because again while it was excellent like truly to me an excellent series they they didn't leave a stone unturned they did not leave Mm -hmm. anything left out there it was just it was just a lot so I'll say in some ways in some ways it was kind of demonic you know what I mean and it's not even a spiritual horror 
thriller you know what I mean it was like but some of the actions these people took was were so dark and insidious that it was very dark it was very it was very just dark like cool let me watch uh an episode of um Mickey Mouse Clubhouse before I go to sleep because uh <laughs> I can't have this before I can't watch this before I go to sleep. <laughs> I understand. It definitely was a character study and also an examination of community uh, for sure within this town. Um, one thing I have to say before we get into our spoiler alert is I have to revise my grade for a previous recap that we've done. Now that we're 35 episodes in Delora, there is one show that I did not give its due justice at the time. I wanted to reserve my A's so much that I did not give the Queen's Gambit an A when it deserved to receive I mean, an A. I thought you were insane when you didn't give it a Yes, B. I gave it a B plus <laughs> because at the time I was like, oh, I need to reserve my A's. But when I watch things like this and I just think about the um, beauty of that series from beauty. the, was, the acting to, to the... Um, to the scenes, to the setups, to her wardrobe, to, to the details, that series absolutely is an A series. So I need to, mm-hmm. on the mic, revise my grade. So the Queen's Gambit gets an A from me. All right. Yeah. So anyway, spoiler alert, we're about to get into the meat of Mayor of Easttown, guys. So Mayor, as already mentioned, is a police detective in her hometown in Pennsylvania. Delora, we see her navigating local cases like Katie Bailey, a teen who has been missing for a year, and Freddie, a drug addict who was stealing from his sister, Beth, and went to some extremes during the series to fund his habit. Mayor is a bit of a town celeb, in a sense, for shooting a winning shot on her high school basketball team to win the state championship. So much so she still has a nickname, Lady Hawk. They definitely put some respect on women's sports in that town is what I was Mm -hmm. thinking, because Mm -hmm. we're, you know, it's really not, not only is it interesting that they still talk about a high school basketball game, but also that it's women's sports, which does not always get the recognition that it deserves. Mm -hmm. On a personal note, she's living next door to her ex-husband and his just announced fiance. Her mother's living with her, her daughter, Siobhan, and her grandson, Drew, her son, we learn, tragically committed suicide. The main case of the series is teen girl and young mom, Erin, who was murdered and left out in the woods by the end of episode one. In my mind at the time, and that of the police, her ex-boyfriend and father of her child, Dylan, was the prime suspect. She had been beaten mm-hmm. up publicly that night by Dylan's girlfriend, but her home life you know, also didn't appear to be ideal. So Delora, at the start of this, this first episode, and with Aaron's murder, what were your thoughts on who had done it initially? Oh, that's a great question. Initially, I honestly, if, if I'm being honest, after the first episode, I felt like anyone could have done it, frankly. I felt like the ex-boyfriend and his ratchet new mm. girlfriend, her angry daddy, um, Siobhan even could have been a potential suspect and I say that because you know like most murder mysteries you don't want to make any assumptions of anything I almost I didn't trust Frank Mayor's ex-husband I'm like I didn't trust Frank either I did not trust Frank either I'm with you on that and I did not trust the new professor in town 
um, as well. Richard. Oh, and we can't forget, I, I know this sounds awful, but the clergymen, I didn't trust them either. So anyone could have been guilty of this crime okay at the end of episode one okay yeah i was leaning dylan i think because my mind was like this is gonna possibly be like the undoing where the most obvious person really is Is the killer but there's gonna be a lot of things that happen in between i'm so glad that you say that because we already said spoiler alert and i'm not revealing it but what i will say is this this is what we expected the undoing to do and yes they they did not know the assignment apparently exactly exactly this is exactly what we expected from the undoing plot twist plot twist plot twist that we did yes. not receive but that was still an excellent series um so Check out the recap please thoughts on dylan his girlfriend's behavior also because for me it was deeply disturbing that dylan would sit back and allow his now girlfriend to treat the mother of his child that way regardless Girl. of what your current situation is for you to allow her to not only speak so crazy towards her but then physically assault her the way that she did what did you Unreal, think Ashley what were your thoughts I was surprised by that too but you know that young lady it's so funny the people who sometimes deal with really heavy things like abuse at home or in relationships come off as the most sweetest <laughs> un, you know she didn't seem like she would hurt a fly i mean when we're introduced to her she's telling her her baby how much she's gonna miss him over the weekend like it you know and is she perfect no but it was it was heartbreaking and i agree i was absolutely disgusted by um the boyfriend and brianna i literally put in my notes for brianna i'm like is this the devil's child because she catfished her and i should say this all stemmed from the thought that she had texted her ex who's dylan her current boyfriend and okay that's one thing i understand you're upset but does that mean that a group of kids should crowd around you have uh one of them taking video of you punching her multiple times kicking her in the face siobhan had to come break up the fight i mean it was like disgusting aaron didn't even put up a fight aaron didn't even really defend herself and to your Mm. point about aaron her being so sweet the first time i watched the series i could not even stand to see her dead body like i almost fast forwarded through because it devastated me so much to see that young girl like that you know what i mean she was found out strewn naked on some rocks in the woods like it was horrifying lifeless terrible yeah so we see how integrated mayor is into the town and everyone's lives that on the day that she that they discover aaron's body she has aaron's father's cousins meet her at his house billy and john to break the news i'm imagining that that is not normal police protocol delora nah yeah not at all yeah um public pressure was mounting now that you had not only a young girl missing as i mentioned earlier katie bailey but now you have another one murdered because everybody's like are these connected what are you police officers doing y'all can't solve any of these cases exactly a county detective colin is sent down to help with the case and mayor was not pleased or on board initially they never are that's like a typical cop trope whether it's a comedy or a drama no one likes anyone new 
and you're know, coming in on my turf. Territory. Yeah, exactly. like literally my turf because this is my hometown and I know these people. And these are cases that I don't just care about as a police officer, but that I care about personally because Katie Bailey is the daughter of her friend Don, who she's known since high school. Since high school teammates. Exactly. They played on that same basketball team. Most of the main women that we encounter on the series all played on that basketball team. <laughs> so oh, that's an did, excellent point. Yeah. 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 How did you feel about Mayor's arrest of Bri- Brianna from her family's restaurant for assault after seeing the footage of her beating Aaron up? Did you feel like it was justified or was it over the top? <laughs> so I put in my notes aren't cops supposed to de-escalate situations (laughs) as much as I hate Brianna and I don't I I don't say that lightly (laughs) she's a horrid girl yeah um that was all completely unnecessary (laughs) but in some ways in some ways Mayor could have done it because she publicly humiliated Aaron hours before her life was had ended so this girl is very much alive and i'm sure she'll live past this might as well i think that's absolutely the way she saw it and me and the audience that's absolutely the way that i was seeing it i was like fuck it go ahead and arrest her in her family's uh restaurant and embarrass her we saw her beat this young lady down without a care in the world in front of peers uh in the woods i don't really care she's just such an ugly young lady like yeah i don't care i'm like first of all (laughs) teenage girls are that territorial with their boyfriends but it's like girl it ain't that serious it's not that serious and i'm gonna point back to that too because she went so hard for a situation that did not benefit her or work out for her so you gave a lot of energy for nothing in return this is why women don't propose to men. <laughs> go ahead and re- go ahead and run that back, sis. Go ahead and run that back. Might have your face on the floor. Like, uh, can we talk about this privately? Oh, Jesus. Uh, her father stalking though thereafter and aggressive behavior towards Mayor showed where Brianna got her disposition from. Like girl, in my mind, girl, he I was went like, the hard. apple did not fall Mm-mm. far from the tree. He was physically intimidating a cop. And he would, through, I don't think he would have done that if she were a man, though. Through I don't think so. a thing of milk through her window of her house. But she let him do it, though. And that's why I was like, this is small town-ish. All well, of this you, is small town-ish. You even saw when he came <laughs> when he came to the house with his wife at first and the wife's crying. And her mom's like, what's going on? She's like, come on in. Come on into the house. I mean, that's how integrated they were in each other's lives yes so you almost saw it as like he's the one caveat I'll give it is almost like he's probably still seeing her possibly as someone that he grew up with and that he had that type of relationship with versus cop to civilian and man to woman you know what I mean because sometimes when you grow up with people too they don't look at you as like but this is a woman and you're a man and the way you're coming at her is ridiculous yeah given the circumstances oh she would have beat his ass at the end of the day yeah 
but it was still highly inappropriate and highly aggressive. Absolutely. And we see her again, ugliness, because to this point, Delora, we didn't even know that Mayor's son had committed suicide. But when Brianna gets arrested, she drops the bomb about Mayor's son committing suicide when she's um, being questioned, right? She's like, oh, you're so, you're such a bitch. I can see why your son killed himself. Like, Spawn of the devil. Spawn. Yeah, she was she was a hard, hard character to try to justify. And she looked, I mean, obviously I'm talking about the character and makeup and everything like that, but she looked like she was living a hard life. All of them did. All of them yes. did. Can we talk about yes. Kate Winslet's wig? I mean, come on. Girl. Girl. All of them <laughs> did. Y'all cast that lighting and that makeup real good. Real, well, you know, she was also, Kate Winslet is very big on, you know, hey, I'm a woman. We all age. It's a blessing. Exactly. So don't hide my wrinkles. Looking natural. Don't, don't uh, change my boobs. Like, she's very big on being authentic. But she's still in, a beautiful woman. She's one of those women you still have to Ashley, every time, every time Mayor <laughs> dressed up for something like a, a an event, I was like, there's there's the movie star. Exactly. Even you got if a it was glimpse. just a little bit of liner. Yeah, you got a glimpse. And, and a lip. Yeah. I'm like, she's like, that's woman. right. That's still Kate Winslet, right? Yep. <laughs> um Aaron's father, Delora, was so convinced that Dylan was the one who killed Aaron. He popped up in the backseat of this young man's car, held him at gunpoint, took him to a secluded road, and shot him. Thought he killed Dylan but Dylan survived. What were your thoughts on Aaron's father taking justice into his own hands? Ashley, I was pissed off. I'm like, does your grandson deserve at least one living parent? Ooh, great point. Great point. Great point. I don't think he was thinking about the grandson at all. He was, first of all, he was an alcoholic, it seemed like. So half the show, I didn't even know if he was in his right mind. Yes. Um, but also I think there could have been some levels of guilt because he didn't treat Aaron very well when she was alive. So I almost wondered if he was angry with Dylan and himself. You know what I mean? It was like trying to get rid That's of all the I just demons. felt so uncomfortable with her relationship with her father. I I he, it, it was obvious that he beat her, but I was concerned on whether or not or something. He, he was doing a little bit more with her sexually. And that's how bad the, that, it was just, again, very off. You know what I mean? Like the vibes were not there, right? You know what I mean? This was not a peaceful household. It didn't help that her mother had passed away, right? So she tried to yes. fill the role of kind of like being the woman of the house. So the yes. dynamics are just weird. And-, and because she's young and naive and uh, frankly, probably kind of stupid. <laughs> she, uh, you know, she failed probably more more often than not. But she should not have to apologize for this grown ass man burning his mouth over some macaroni and cheese. Exactly. That came out of microwave. And first of all, Stouffer's is, is wonderful. <laughs> I love Stouffer's mac and cheese. So where's the salt and pepper? Like I don't type of way. I don't get that. But yeah, (laughs) if you're going to go, you're going to go store bought mac and cheese. uh, Stouffer's is the only one I would recommend. Um, I agree that it was uncomfortable. I think what I was thinking during this scene was what if you're wrong? Like you're possibly Mm. going to kill this kid without any level of evidence 
besides the fact that you just feel like there's possibly nobody else in town who could have done it because as we the audience it will see Aaron has her secrets you know what I mean like Aaron was doing some ish her what daddy ain't know she? nothing about yeah her daddy ain't know nothing about so it was terrifying to me the thought in this moment I was like no 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 no. like what if you're wrong you know like this is life and death you could be taking this young man's life and he's innocent so you know, vigilante justice in certain shows and certain films, I get, but in this one, I was very skeptical. So I'm glad that Dylan from survived. A like him who likes character. Yeah. Frankly. I mean, it's still life. And like, again, you can't just take somebody's life like this without thinking things through. Not that you should ever want to be taking someone's life, but, you know, in the context of cinema and television. Mm-hmm. Um, while dealing with the case, we see Mare struggling throughout the series with her own personal life and issues like unresolved grief over her son Kevin's suicide two years prior. Her grandson Drew, who I mentioned is living with her, is exhibiting behaviors like tics that could show he had some of the same issues that his father Kevin had. Kevin, over the span of his life, was diagnosed with developmental disorders, Delora, mood disorders, Tourette syndrome, autism, all sorts of things. And he was also um, addicted to drugs. Drew's mother, a recovering addict, also during the show is attempting to get full custody of Drew. Thoughts on mm-hmm. how Mayor navigated her personal life and family. What do you think about her family dynamics throughout the series? Well, you, you can find out very quickly that <laughs> Mayor is a tough cookie, right? little bit um but some of her behavior left me saying especially in the episodes towards the beginning of the series who hurt you who hurt you sis because it's almost like a badge of honor for her to be borderline unlovable you know what I mean she had (laughs) she was very very rough around the edges and it just seemed like her family and friends just simply put up with her, frankly. Like they knew <laughs> she was rough and gruff. And I mean, a prime example, her ex-husband and his engagement, she goes to her daughter, asked her if she knew about it. She was like, yeah, mom, I helped him plan it over a month ago or several months ago. Didn't even tell her. He thought it was a good idea to tell her th- the morning of right yeah. and he still didn't do that right but well, she, she hung up on them granted <laughs> again rough around the edges and they put up with her mess and then and then that basketball scene or when the team was getting recognized and she just kept poking and poking and poking at Caitlin's mom and Laura keeps telling her drop it we're literally about to be in this assembly and she just wouldn't drop it you know what yeah. I mean yeah I mean I think the grace that I gave to her was for one I was like what must it be like to be a cop in the town in which you grew up like that has to you have to have possibly a level of disconnect that I am not would not be used to because you Mm -hmm. don't know when something's going to happen that you have to arrest your friend or you know break some hard news and whatever so that was one thing but when it came to her family the one major issue that I had was her relationship with her mother because you had an issue with it yes because I just felt like the way they talked to each other was not some black people shit I will say that like really because I actually I guess I didn't think of it 
as much as I thought about her relationship with her daughter. You know what I mean? I guess I was more so looking at her at, from a parental perspective and not at her as a daughter just because her mom seemed like she could take it too so I guess I just wasn't thinking again she was a very hard person to love in this series but then as things start to unfold you 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 understand her you know what I mean for sure again once I found out that her son had committed suicide and all of that I think that my heart went out to her for sure but the relationship with her mother bothered me because like when her and her mother got into it one time, she was like, mom, that's your cue to fuck off and stuff like that. Like, it was just, I was like, this is not some black people shit because because we do not talk to our mothers like this. And she is always that wise cracking person. I guess me knowing that woman is, you know- and I just watch hacks. I just uh, yeah. watch hacks. So yeah. I get that. But again, you know how I feel. We both have close relationships with our mothers. Like it was mm-hmm. just, it caught mm-hmm. me as like, who? Like, and I get it because throughout the series, we hear and we see that they did not have a great relationship when she was a child, right? And that unfortunately bled over into adulthood. But it was still just mm-hmm. like, I don't appreciate this. Granted, you have your I issues. I just felt like Mary had a bad relationship with everyone. <laughs> granted that's what i'm gonna say she had her issues as a mom she had her issues as um you know uh she even mentioned i have it in my notes in the the end of episode three to colin that she didn't feel like she was a great mother so i know that there was some acknowledgement of yes. that dynamic right but there were just other dynamics she was a great she's like a great grandmother to drew her relationship with drew was mm-hmm. solid but um, if you think about it it could have been her overcompensating for not feeling like she was a good mom yeah mm-hmm. and then I felt like her and Lori had a very good relationship too in terms of their friendship but that's true that's just, a good point just certain moments that caught me and again the whole fuck off mom thing was like oh no 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 I don't care what the dynamics are you're tripping but clearly their relationship was such that you know it was never as big of a deal as I felt like it was if that had been my relationship with my mother i'll say that mm-hmm. what i will say about her relationship with her husband or ex-husband when you find out that her son died it was it to me because i'm like her ex-husband is literally living behind her yeah. like that's insane yeah. and i know it's a small town but like really but then i'm like they probably were high school sweethearts and they probably just grew apart and I'm sure that grief probably participated but in some ways I actually thought she had a somewhat decent relationship with her ex-husband in the fact that you can tell that they were friends and obviously he puts up with her more than she put up with him but <laughs> there was this level of familiarity and not respect because I don't know if Mayor really respected people but I think she does it was something there it was something there that made it seem like okay we're in this life together even though we're not together anymore yeah and I think not to say that she was happy about his new fiance either (laughs) I think I think I think the grief of losing their son especially the way that they did both Mm -hmm. fractured their relationship in terms of marriage but probably Mm -hmm. also bonded them for life in a way because only Mm -hmm. you two know what that was like to share that as that so as your son's parents right so that's probably that's probably a lot to do with that but also I think Mayor 
as we'll see throughout the series, never dealt with her grief, never wanted to talk about it. So I think that also created a barrier because think about when you have secrets from other people and how that kind of separates you and pushes that relationship apart. Yes. And I think yes. there was a lot she was internalizing and not talking about that was pushing her. Cause even Lori, remember her and Lori have a conversation and Lori's like, you're pushing everybody away. You're pushing, pushing your family away. And she was like, am I pushing you away? She was like, no, cause I won't let you. So I think we're meeting mayor at a time where her grief mm. is still so overwhelming and she mm-hmm. just can't verbalize it. She can't push through it. But speaking of Frank, Delora, if the family issues weren't already tense, he gets dragged into the case because Aaron's best friend revealed to Lori that Mm. Dylan was not the real father of Aaron's son. And she suspects Frank was the real father because he's a teacher at their school and she Mm. saw him helping her with groceries and things a couple of times. Girl, he had to take a whole paternity test. Crazy. He was not the father as maury would say but his but fiance was not having it she was not having it but guess who else was not the father dylan dylan Woo, bombshell baby bombshell suspects start piling up deloria because as you kind of talked about a little bit ago even a deacon in town deacon mark at a local parish becomes a suspect he comes suspicious Girl. phone records show he was the last call aaron made before she was killed we even see him in some episodes later, dump her bike into a river. Tampering with freaking evidence. That he was had, insane. He'd had grievances filed against him for, in, for inappropriate behavior with a teenager at his previous parish. He was accused of mm-hmm. raping a 14-year-old girl. Now, there was mm-hmm. one scene with him, though, that disturbed me. Now, I get it. There's these allegations out here. He's a suspect at this point. But do you recall in that diner when the teenagers are having that conversation, or they may have been early 20s, and the young lady tells the guy, one of the guys at the table, what she suspects of that Mm -hmm. priest, and Mm -hmm. they go out and they assault him. That Mm -hmm. disturbed me so deeply, Delora, because the idea that people will take word of mouth and then Ooh. act upon that in society is real and scary to me. And a tale is old as time, you know, what they call mob mentality. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Yes. Like you guys hear something about someone and without even a shred of evidence or information, y'all didn't even do a quick Google search. You take her at her word and you go out and assault this man. Mm-hmm. I mean, whole towns and cities were burned over word of mouth. So, yeah. What disturbed me, frankly, was how easy he lied about multiple things. And I'm just like, aren't you supposed to be a man of the cloth? priest? He lied so easily and everybody knew he had allegations previously. But you you just thought it was a great idea to start lying today. Okay. I'm glad that this storyline doesn't play out the way that it could have with him because obviously with the things that have gone on within the Catholic church over the last few years that we've heard about and know about, I didn't, Mm -hmm. I I hope that this was not going to be a continuation of that in this show. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that, when things happen within the religious community and with with people who are supposed to be of the cloth and all of that it hits different you know it hits different every time so 
mayor got herself placed on administrative leave like, we don't want to we don't want doubt <laughs> please if y'all can't live right who can you know what i mean um mayor got herself placed on administrative leave by stealing drugs heroin from work to plant on drew's mother as i mentioned she's wanting full custody she also got assigned grief counseling though was this reckless or was she being protective my mouth was on the floor <laughs> i knew i knew mayor was about it about it but sis planting evidence yeah and don't get me wrong her son and his girlfriend were no angels towards her um but that scene where like the whole purse incident in the bathroom that hurt me deeply that was a lot that was a lot uh speaking of things that wouldn't happen in black households yelling i hate you what that emotion doesn't exist, at least not towards your parent. <laughs> it was so or verbally out loud. It was like, so what? much. the The idea of seeing people who are in the throes of addiction in general was highlighted so heavily in this show, yes. um, which I found interesting. Thankfully, I have not had to have that situation within my personal life, but it was definitely mm-hmm. heartbreaking to think about how you navigate that as somebody's family, like Beth with her brother Freddie mayor with her son like how do you mm-hmm. grapple with that because remember we saw her Beth say you know kind of about Freddie I wish he would just go ahead and die like I'm so Ooh. tired of this I wish I really do wish he would go ahead and die mm. that's deep yeah but I just thought it was completely reckless and disappointing because she was in the middle of this case and they were making some headway yeah I mean, she was dealing with two very important cases potentially connected to each other yeah and you're out here just it was it was gross and can I can I talk about how the chief stepped up to her (laughs) he was sick 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 of her shit I was like Mayor was literally tap dancing on the chief's last nerves and he was a calm man throughout this whole series but he was like don't play with me. Yes. Not he said, today. He said, part of me wants to make sure you never wear a badge ever again. And I get it because he's a stand-up cop. He wants, yes. he wants her to do what she's supposed to do. And I think what bothered me too, not only was it reckless in my mind because you're using drugs that have a stamp on them, which at the end of the day, how did you think that was not going to get traced back to you, Mayor? That was very reckless. But also, and we find out that her main motivation for becoming a cop was following her father's footsteps. She idolized her father. She said, if my yes. father had shoveled shit, I would have shoveled shit. You know what I mean? So it just felt like such a disservice to um, her relationship with her father, who also committed suicide, right? Mm. Um, so it was just, a, it was just when sad. I heard that, Ashley, I was like, goodness gracious, how's this woman moving? Yeah. Getting up every day. It was a lot. That amount of grief. It was a lot. Again, that trickled into all the other parts of her family, into her relationship with her mother, her relationship with her kids, all of that. So um, when another teen girl goes missing, Missy, and despite being warned against it, Mayor gets Colin to give her the deets and hops back into investigating. So caveat, both Katie Bailey, 
who's missing at the very beginning of the series and now Missy were drug addicts who had turned to prostitution. So they had accounts on this site called Side Door and Aaron, it turns out, also had a secret account because she was trying to get money for her son for ear surgery. But according mm-hmm. to her, her best friend, she never met up with any of the men. So at this point, we were still trying to figure out, right, is there a connection between all of these young women who are missing? Mayor found him, herself in a love triangle, Delora, between professor and writer Richard, who's new to town, and old Colin, who was crushing on her hard. Now, given what we've talked about with Mayor, did you see the appeal that these two men were both trying her? With the professor, a lot more than Colin. Honestly, with Colin, I felt like it was a bit of a puppy dog crush. But I'm like, what does he see in her? Because <laughs> she, and not to say women have to put in effort by any means, but she did not care how she looked. again maybe that's what she did you know I just previously said how did she get out of bed I think the goal is to get out of bed and anything that else happens in the day is success (laughs) that's a really good point that's a really good point also they talk about the fact that Colin remember his fiance called off their wedding two weeks before so I felt like he was still hurt yeah again it was like I I didn't get it. I did not get it because she also was obviously older than he was too. Um, Not to say, you know. uh, Some people like they women seasoned. (laughs) Some men like they women with a little wisdom. We got Nate Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, you know, things happen. But um, I didn't expect that with him at all. And I have to say, I was so happy when they brought him in because I actually put in my notes, they absolutely needed a third party detective in, in these investigations because she was too close to the ground, too close. Okay. Yeah. But she was really good at her job. Can we say that? And that was another thing too. I'm glad that you say that, Ashley, because I noticed that immediately. Like, so they hyped him up and he was going to you know be this and that and when she started really working with him she was running circles around him yeah she was asking him questions so what do you think happened what do you think happened well actually no it could be this or could be that when she figured out the ricochet of the bullet and that the bullet was lodged in the tree and all this these are things that he had not even noticed right so what we ended up finding out and Colin confides in there that him cracking this case that got him on the map with a missing 10 year old girl was actually a fallacy. It was a PI who had truly figured it out and he ended up being able to get credit because the PI went into hospice, right? Did you feel it was wrong of Colin to take credit for some work that he did not do? Well, Ashley, it depends on how you want to phrase it. Okay. (laughs) Tell me, tell me what your thoughts. My thoughts is I understand his guilt, but what I do understand is the fact that he was able to follow through with it right? He was able to follow through with it and actually close the case. Um, sometimes it's a relay, you know what I mean? Uh, you got <laughs> a tag in your partner. So maybe you're, you're in the middle. I don't, I don't, I don't run track, but I'm just trying to say. Pass the baton. Pass the baton. Do what you got to do. Now he could have been a little bit more vocal yeah because they didn't say whether he gave that pi any level of credit or anything exactly yeah 
exactly. I think I'm assuming he did not because he wouldn't feel guilty if he did. If he had. yeah, yeah. And I I think it's one of those things where in the moment he probably went along for the ride. And to his point, he said, I just wanted to feel like I did something great for once in my life. And you can understand that humanity within mm-hmm. him. And I didn't hold it against Colin, especially because in the very next scene. And one of the most shocking and heartbreaking parts of the whole series, we see Colin is tragically killed, shot in the head. And Mare is wounded when they end up finding both Katie Bailey and Missy's kidnapper. It was a local man that they had tracked down at a home that they got a tip about a van that he had possessed from another teen girl who was a prostitute that managed to escape a near abduction. I could not watch this scene either time I watched this show. I fast forwarded through both times and it destroyed me because I did not think they were going to kill Colin. Not them killing Zabel. Like, I. And this is Evan Peters. This is Evan Peters, who I have a relationship with personally from obviously all the comic book <laughs> things he's been in from WandaVision no. what are you talking to... about my relationship with him is from American horror stories I've never Ashley. watched that series I you know, know you I never had <laughs> no he was in all the seasons that's what I'm trying to say and he's either a demented serial killer oh. or somebody like Ashley I could yeah. not wrap my head around him being a clean cut, normal person. Oh, okay. So we that came from totally insane. different perspectives. Okay. So that's why it hurt me because I'm thinking of him as like his character Girl, from WandaVision no, or from, or from no. X-Men, you know? I couldn't deal with the fact that I'm like, they really killed him off and he was literally the most normal person in this entire series. That never happens. Yeah. When I tell you, American Horror Story, all the different characters he has played, and they have all been demented. Oh wow! Sick, oh, evil wow. people. Oh, He's wow. an excellent actor. Because I also want to say, when when he was killed, I was like, he was endearing, and was I again so sweet. had my I had my heart heartened towards him because of all the original you know roles stuff that you've seen him from yeah yes and he still melted your heart in this role and that's why i was like you know what this this gentleman is actually a great actor yeah a- excellent did you blame there for his death because his mom sure as hell did she and it what was so funny is when she went to her house i said she about to slap the shit out of you right Same. and she double slapped her <laughs> yep and in some ways i felt kind of relieved but uh in the sense of like I felt for the mother I actually put the question down to Ashley is is it Mayor's fault for his death yeah and at the end of the day her son was a freaking cop I mean it comes with the job the potential danger and loss of life and I'm not saying to expect it but I don't think it's fair to blame Mayor frankly I don't. I do yeah. feel like she was obviously coloring outside the lines because they she really went into they really went into a very serious uh, environment unprepared. Yes, and that could have been her fault in the sense of she was the most senior person in that um, 
situation, assuming so, because technically they're supposed to be peers or whatever. But um, I don't know. The last thing I was going to say with him kissing her after they had that horrible date, mind you, that date I was like, Mare knows how to blow some ish up, doesn't she? <laughs> she was using Lucky him to stay close to the case, dog. just like he his mother said. Was a puppy dog, and I just wanted to—I wanted to pick him up from out the raid and dry him off and tell him it's going to be okay because that's Aww. how she left him at that dinner. But anyway, when he kissed her, he's like, "How do you know what I want?" Because I'm like, "Sir, you want her? You want you want Mayor?" I was like, "Ooh, I think he maybe was." There's hope. I think he I'm was like, following this- his heart in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it was unrealistic, one of the realest things that anybody said throughout this entire series that I could relate to was a line from Colin when they were at that bar and he was drunk, and he said, "I'm reaching that point in life where my life doesn't no longer." looks like necessarily how I thought it was going to look you know what I mean like that realization Mm -hmm. where you're hitting a certain Mm -hmm. age in life and you're like oh I thought I was going to be married I thought I was going to have kids I thought I was Mm going to do x y or z and this is the reality so it was such a real line from Colin and that's also like seeing those peaks of his humanity made me so sad because I'm like you're still so young you still have so much life to live and so many things to experience so of all the people uh that had died as well as you know Aaron and some of our other characters it, it hit me hard when Colin was killed but we have to conclude this series Delora because the plot twists come back to back to back regarding Aaron's murder her case was not connected to the other girls the kidnapper had an alibi so first it appears her cousin Billy did it after starting up a sexual relationship with her on a family reunion trip. We even hear a confession to his brother, John. Then in a twist, Aaron's best friend once again drops a bombshell when she delivers a photo of Aaron and John together in bed to the police station. Mm -hmm. Turns out it was John who had the sexual relationship with her and was DJ's biological father. He wanted his brother to take the fall. Girl, he even tried to kill his brother, tried to kill himself, okay? He's arrested. Then in an epic and final plot twist, Mayor discovers it is actually Ryan, John and Lori's son, who killed Aaron. He confronted her over her relationship with his father and after a struggle, accidentally shoots and kills her. Delora, it was so much. I have multiple questions for you my first question for you okay my first question for you did you have any idea who the real killer was any like at all any no I did not I I went along for the ride which was you know it was a good one right I was under the impression that these cases could be together right I was under that assumption but then I had some doubt because once we found out that Katie was actually still alive I was like well why is Aaron dead Mm -hmm. so that's where I kept the possibility of the two cases being separate and yes I had no idea no idea would family loyalty have extended this far for you with Billy about to take the rap for John and his son's uh, issues and situations? And then Lori about to cover up for 
her son being the real killer, all of these things, would family loyalty extend that far for you? The thing that bothered me too about the Billy John situation is the idea that John deserved to not face any consequences because he's the one who was the family man, whereas Billy had no family. That's messed well, that's up. The thing, that's the thing that I, I didn't pick up because we saw Billy staring at Aaron. Was did he do anything with her or was no. it only with John? It was just John. I think it was supposed to be like a, you know, a clue that was out there just to throw us off because mm, he was probably okay. just looking at her probably because he saw somebody taking a picture. Like imagine if you're in the background and you see somebody with a camera and you just happen to look over in that direction and they take that picture or mm -hmm. he was drinking. Remember, that's another thing. They were saying he was drinking so heavily, like he's a drunk. He's probably just looking at her. Full of alcohol. Yeah, you're he was probably just drunk. Billy. <laughs> But yes. once it was finally revealed that it was John, it made so much sense to me. At that point, I thought, oh, I'm convinced it's John. Because remember, first mm. of all, he was already philandering. He was already cheating on his wife with another chick. Yes. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, now you just went the incest route and decided to start messing with your teenage Gross. cousin. You know what I mean? Underage and, and your freaking cousin. And then that scene where Billy's like, for once you need to take responsibility for your own actions. That seemed so misplaced at first. And then when this revelation came, mm. I was like, ah, I get it. I get mm. it. I get it. But when Ryan was revealed to be the real killer, it was like, yo, y'all took yeah. this and flipped it all the way on his head. Because I was feeling for Ryan throughout the whole series. I have to say that episode in uh, high school when he beat that kid up with the with the tray. Yes. I was like, there's some rage there. And yes. I don't know if it's because your dad, you know, you don't want to have a broken home because I mean, that's a, a viable cause in kids. Um, but it kind of made so much sense Girl. after Girl, I thought he was just traumatized as well. At first, I was like, beat his ass, beat his ass. He up here. First of all, I love how the teachers it, don't come until you girl, start beating up on somebody. Where were the teachers when they was assaulting this little that girl? That is what I'm saying. That that he deserves the same amount of punishment as the, the boy who was protecting you know, his sister. Exactly. Finally, did you blame Lori for her anger with Mayor over Ryan's arrest? Yes. Cause she was she was being irrational your best friends with a freaking detective and you don't you don't expect her to do her job Delora. you're the one with the fucked up family i'm sorry thank you i was so angry in that car scene where she said because of you my whole family's gone no ma'am because nope. your husband is a piece of shit to the hundredth <laughs> degree like you married the wrong man. That's your problem. You married right. the wrong man. And, and what was her excuse? I'm in love with him. He's the father of my children. He's the father of this cousin baby that you're going to have to take care of. Gross, right? Ashley, when I saw this, she at the end of this whole situation, husband in jail, jail son in juvie, and you are responsible for your husband ancestors. I don't want to put that on that baby, but you understand what I'm trying to say. No, it was sad. It was a lot. She was the real loser out of this entire story. Oh, and she I was felt placing for her. her anger out on Mayor because 
she was just the close she she was the closest person in her proximity you know what I mean that final scene where she breaks down in her arms I felt that you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. it was so much I'm like you have to be releasing the weight of the world because this man you chose to marry has destroyed you you know what I mean has destroyed you has destroyed your children has destroyed your family (gasps) you know who I ever was reminded of Lady Stark from Game of Thrones Mm, and everything she she had to shoulder yeah the thing that was crazy too is that ryan's gonna have to explain someday to his brother that he killed his mother you know what i mean like when she brought him to juvie i was like you know i killed your mama i'm so sorry and i did a really great job with casting because that little boy looked like he could be laura's son with the first yes one. yes he was adorable i mean ryan it really it really hurt me like even when he ran he was like she knows mom she knows i was like oh mm-hmm. my god that is so sad but guess what actions have consequences absolutely you can't shoot her that scene too where he was like stay away from my family i'm like sir this is your family but okay like, <laughs> uh, like y'all are well, he was really crazy. trying to put it in his own hands after having the situation that happened previously right yes yes he was over it he did not want his family to break up but again this is your cousin you know what I mean like this is not just the neighbor down the street this was your family too it's so crazy and can we talk about how Erin got catfished twice in one night she sure did she got catfished by Brianna and by Ryan <laughs> she sure did Crazy. poor child but I, as we saw though the, the priest was innocent all he did was tamper with evidence and throw away that Again, bike he lied too much to be a man of the cloth for my liking the one piece left out there though that I wish I got to see was Kenny Aaron's father's reaction to these truths right because this is his family <gasps> these are his cousins Ooh, we never got to see his reaction cousin. yeah we never got to see his reaction I wanted to so bad like that's who you need to go mess up Kenny them and and mind you during all of this Dylan was acting hella suspicious super her girlfriend suspicious. was acting hella suspicious they were like, trying to throw us off yeah she Ugh. thought she was doing what her friend would have wanted her to do because Aaron at the end of the day lied about the paternity because she thought mm-hmm. Dylan's parents were so lovely and she wanted him mm-hmm. to grow up in that environment and I totally get that but this is my problem again we talked about with like teenagers and their decisions like you're not thinking these things through you know what I mean like you're making very big decisions and imagine if they had burned that if they had burned that journal with that picture that evidence would have never come to light exactly you know so in the end we see though that grief counseling was really beneficial to mayor in her personal life because it helped her to take those steps to move past the death of her son kevin probably also her father's suicide because she finally is able to go up to the attic where her son killed himself and hung himself up in the attic in their family home Mm -hmm. um i put in my notes generational trauma is very real um drew's drew's mother ended up giving up her fight for custody she was back using drugs um so i just hope that drew is able to take a different path than his father and grandfather were obviously are you surprised they didn't sell the house they probably couldn't have sold the house in some ways right i'm not surprised to move into a house that someone passed away in that but didn't they give katie bailey freddie's old house wasn't that the house that they gifted to her at the end of the show yeah because i was like freddie just died in that house but y'all cleaned it up so I guess, but I think because That's of the way the town was, it didn't surprise you me. You have holy oil, holy water, and 
uh you pray mm-hmm. and you do your sage because yep. I, I don't play with i don't play with any of that get that juju going get it out of here so Open there's the door wave it out <laughs> <laughs> so there's no season two in the works still or kate winslet says she'd be down but obviously we have such a finality to this story um with the way they did it l- little lies just let it be which arguably has gone on for too long um do you have any final thoughts you want to share about mayor of Easttown? it was well acted frankly um kate winslet the way she was able to capture sorrow in her eyes was just phenomenal. Like just because we're talking about Mir dealing with layers and layers and layers of grief. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in some ways she's probably so diligent and good at her job because that's probably the only way she knows how to dispense her energy like towards something like solving a case helping someone else helping out her community yes I did feel uncomfortable with how close they were um she was to everybody I know everybody talks about policing and community and knowing people and all that type of stuff but was she gonna give Ryan a milkshake at the end like I don't understand you know what I mean like I know this is your best friend's son but he's also a murderer yeah but then Maybe this could be an argument to say, hey, let's remember there's humanity behind people's behaviors. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to reconcile that, you know? I think it was hard for her to reconcile it too. I mean, she obviously did what she had to do and didn't cover it up and went and arrested him and did what she needs to do, but it's still- called him sweetie. Yeah, it was still that internal struggle. She was probably at the hospital when he was born, Born. you know? She was, this is her best friend's child. Imagine that. And it was so difficult for me to reconcile, again, how you police a community in which you grew up in and you're so heavily integrated in. And as sick as it sounds, one thing that this show did do for me is it made me feel so connected to that sense of like hometown love, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And, you know, those people who you grew up with knowing you better than anybody else and that just shared experience and those shared memories. Now, again, they took this really, really far, (laughs) but I I do understand Mm -hmm. that sense of community for sure. The last thing I was going to say was Guy Pierce's appearance in the series, Mm -hmm. because he's such a, you know, notable actor, Mindy Kaling tweeted, OMG, remember when Guy Pierce was just Kate Winslet's random boyfriend on mayor of east town and not a murderer or anything insidious at all that was so fucking weird <laughs> i thought that was kind of funny because he's a notable actor yeah but there's a whole entire article written in um i can't remember what it was it might have been like variety and it, he actually was replacing another actor um and he was doing it as a favor to Kate because they needed someone to fill the role so wow so obviously with him being an actor you know (laughs) who is he what is he doing is he just a booty call like that's it you know um I just thought that was really fun to mention I guess the original actor who was supposed to do it was the gentleman who played in the crown um Princess Margaret's first love okay okay you're a fan of the crown you know what i'm talking about that gentleman is not a well-known actor so if he had filled that role 
you know, no one would have had him on the list of who done it. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're Kate Winslet, and I guess you can get, you know, your some favors from your other powerful uh big name actor friends the, to step the into played her some best roles. friend was also a not a favor like he was but she asked her to play the role and she's yeah yes. yeah Kate went and because Kate Winslet is uh we didn't mention as an, an executive producer of this series so mm-hmm. that was a great gem to end with Delora and guess what let's go ahead and take it into hidden gems sounds good all right so I have two gems this week one thing that we didn't talk about earlier were the new sports illustrated cover stars this is the swimsuit edition of course we have meg v stallion we have naomi osaka and the first transgender woman on the cover lena bloom so my hidden gem in particular is an interview with Tyra Banks and Meg the Stallion in a jacuzzi. And um, it's pretty much Meg the Stallion's cover interview. Tyra being Tyra Banks, before every question, she makes it about herself. However, it, it was amazing to see the conversation um, that she did have with Meg. She talked about her mom and she talked about her start in um, her start and love for rapping and that her mom herself was a rapper and that she literally didn't tell her mom that she could rap until she was 21 years old because she hmm. didn't, she wanted to take her mom she wanted her mom to take her seriously and um she also talked about her education and all that it was a very hot girl interview made looked amazing the internet was losing it because tyra appeared to be having a full outfit on in the in the water (laughs) even though it was like a sleeved bodysuit or whatever so no legs but poofy arm sleeves in the (laughs) swimsuit hilarious definitely worth checking out I saw it on YouTube in particular it was called Stallion Access the um, YouTube channel that I saw it on and my second hidden gem this week would be the return of the Real Housewives of Potomac. I really enjoy this iteration of Real Housewives. Um, It's all a hot mess, but this is like the second all black franchise. I never really got into ATL, frankly, because I was really against watching Real Housewives shows in the beginning. And then by the time I felt warm enough to do it they were like 10 seasons in and I'm like I'm not going to start from the beginning however with the real housewives of Potomac they started in 2016 and so I picked up on it about 2018 because I was pregnant you know so you want something quick to watch (laughs) mindless to watch and I I caught up very quickly on Hulu and uh yeah this is the first season without Monique who was one of my favorite housewives we still have Candace, Lord Jesus, the instigator. We have Born Robin. And we have Giselle and Karen and Ashley and all their shenanigans. And so I'm really excited for the new season. And I just wanted to highlight it because it's honestly finally getting traction, but it's literally one of the better housewife um, franchise. What about you, Ashley? What are your hidden gems this week? All right, my first hidden gem, Naomi Osaka, Netflix doc. 
I really enjoyed seeing more of Naomi. I realized when I was watching it that beyond the recent headlines, um, I didn't know much about her, even really personality. Um, I also didn't know about her relationship with Kobe, who was a mentor to her. Uh, LeBron is an executive Mm -hmm. producer Mm -hmm. on this, and I really enjoyed the glimpse into where she's at right now, kind of her relationship with her family, how she got her start, all of those things. And I just feel more invested now in her and her career. So, I mean, I've always been wishing Naomi the very best because I root for everybody Black. But in general, I Mm. feel much more invested in her now that I get to see a little bit behind the curtain. So that is Naomi Osaka on Netflix, three episodes. My second hidden gem, this is a show that I have been watching now for a while. I got introduced to it through a coworker. It is called Elite on Netflix. There are currently four seasons. It is set in Madrid, Spain. So it's completely in Spanish, Mm -hmm. completely. And I started watching it because I was about to go to Spain and I wanted to get a better understanding of the language, of the culture, of all those things. I started watching it and then just fell hard. So it's rich kids going to an elite private school, sex, scandal, and murders ensue, Delora. The fourth season is not the strongest because the court cast is no longer together but the show mm-hmm. up until this point and still season four has its moments has been fire it makes gossip girl look like a disney show in my opinion and i've gotten so into this series really? yes wow. i've gotten so into the series they even have like the shorter uh mini episodes with just like select characters i've even watched some of those on netflix just to stay within good, the world huh? i i, I mean i've gotten so invested into some of these characters so how's it compared to blood and water so blood and water was the show that delora and i have talked about which was set in africa and again it's mm-hmm. team based this show is just they do so much more like every season is really based around a main situation that happens and Mm -hmm. so you're kind of like backtracking to understand how that murder happened which is pretty much the start of every season Mm -hmm. um and all of the relationships between these the dynamics between these students and their parents and all these other situations but it's so adult probably for a teen show so I wouldn't recommend a teen watch it as usual but for us as adults it was thoroughly entertaining and wild and crazy and I was here for it um I wish that they had moved the show to keep the core cast together but that's all I'll say check it out on Netflix four seasons it is elite and those are my two hidden gems for this week Delora yay thank you Ashley of course. Are we are we going to talk about what we're doing next week or are we going to leave it a surprise for now? We'll, ha- we'll have a surprise, but it will be a film. I promise that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, y'all don't understand. Me and Delora are watching these things twice, okay? This was seven hours this week, okay? Takes heavy, a little bit of time. Heavy seven hours. <laughs> yes, but we appreciate you guys as always for sticking with us. We love you guys Five so much. In Ashley. Yes, we are out Ashley. here and we will keep going. So we appreciate yes. the love and support. Please keep it coming. Thank Be you. sure to follow us on all of the social medias, on um, you know, ratings, reviews on Apple Podcasts, do all the things. And we will see yes. you next week. Delora, I love you. See ya. Love you too. Bye.